It didn't, did it? It is chilly outside. But you know I'm glad to see the day. Amen. Glad Amen. to see the weather, feel the weather, just to be alive. Amen. Amen. I know sometimes uh, some folk can't come out when it's really cold because of different reasons. And, um, you know, we want to definitely continue to pray for those who are homeless during times like this. And, um, and I know some people may have had car trouble today and so forth, but um, some of us were able to make it today. Amen. Amen. And we are going to praise God, and we're going to learn his word, because the more we learn, the better we should be. Are y'all all right? Y'all act like it's cold in here. I'm ready. Amen. I'm ready to get busy. Yes, sir. I want to talk to you today about are we there yet? Hmm. Are we there yet? Now, before I get into the meat of my message, I want to just uh, take a station identification break. Uh, I had Sarah to pass out a one-pager. Anybody who does not have this page... This may be a test after today's sermon, so be careful. For some of us, it uh, looks like we're back at work, and for some of us, it looks like we're in school. But either way, we're going to get it in today. Now, on last week, we talked about the streets are talking. And we concluded that the streets talk because people see a change in us. When people see the change, some of them won't believe it. And some won't accept it. Amen. Some would just start talking about us and talking a lot of smack. Because people sometimes have a problem with accepting good change. It seems sometimes people are more happy when they see that we're struggling. But when they see that we have turned our lives over to God and we start to believe in God and start to do the things that God would call us to do, that's when they start talking about us. But we also concluded last week that let them talk. We ain't got time to be entertaining folk. Who have nothing but words to say about us. But we also talked about when people start to talk. You better watch out because a separation is coming. Separations they come because. Sometimes people they have a hard time receiving our change. And therefore their solution. Is to dismiss themselves out of our lives. Now that we are executing our clear vision 2020 plan, our changes will make people adjust. And people don't like to dance to the rhythm of our beat. They're used to us adjusting based upon what they decide to do. But it is our life to live or to lose. For some people, when they figure out that they are no longer the big power of influence in our lives, they will start acting funny. And again, they may eventually walk out on us. But Lansing, I don't want you to worry about people leaving your life because people who walk away from us, believe it or not, they already have left us before they walked away from us. It's a blessing when folk don't want to fool with you no more. Because typically those are the people who will do the fool on you. Do I have some witnesses on this cold day today? But there
there was a major topic that I mentioned last week. Something that's paramount to our Christianity. I talked about suffering. As Christians, we must suffer. Now, I don't want you to think that suffering is all gloom and doom. I know last week I kind of left you hanging just a little bit because I knew that I was coming back this week, of course, if God agreed. But to suffer for Christ, it is a blessing. And sometimes we will never see the blessing until we start to transform into who God wants us to become. Let me say it again. Suffering for Christ is a blessing. But we will never see the blessing until we start to transform into who God wants us to become. Amen. It is a blessing to be able to turn our sinful lives over to God in exchange for eternal life. We know that we are transforming when we can find some joy during our suffering. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that while we are suffering... The goal and objective is to get to the other side of suffering. Suffering causes us to transform. That's going to be a big word today. Can somebody just say transform? Transform. Remember that word. Suffering causes us to transform. And our transformation causes us to reach levels of joy and peace that were once unattainable. Again, the key is to get to the other side of suffering, which takes massive transformation. If we don't suffer, if we are not willing to suffer, we will continue to sin until Jesus returns. Now, I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I realize I need to reach the goal of obtaining peace, love, and joy. Even when things don't appear to be favorable, we all should be able to dig deep and find some peace, some love, and some joy. Again, this is all a part of being transformed. Sometimes when one storm ends, another one begins. But worrying is not our focus. God is our focus. Let me say it again. Don't worry about the storm that you're in, that you just got out of, or that you may be heading toward. That is not your focus. Amen. God is your focus. Amen. Amen. The storm is not your focus. I got to say this a couple of times because I got to convince myself as well. The storm is not your focus. If you continue to focus on the storm that you're going through, you will be consumed by the storm. Amen, amen, amen. But if you continue to focus on God while you're going through your storm, you will be consumed by the love and the power of God. Amen, amen. Say it, brother. We have to learn how to depend upon God's mercy, his grace, and his power. And sometimes God does not show up exactly when we want him to, but we have to keep believing that he's on his way. Now, there's a scripture that I really, really like in the Bible. It's called, uh, it's in Isaiah, uh, chapter number 26 and verse number three. You can write it down or you can flip there. Isaiah chapter number 26 and verse number three. Uh, D, what does it say? You will keep him in perfect peace. You will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind. Whose mind. Is stayed on you. Is stayed on you. In other words. When we keep our mind on God. We will be in perfect peace. Amen. Are you understanding this? Amen. So again. It's not about the storm. It's about focusing on God. Because if we focus on God, we will be in perfect peace. Are, are, are you here yet? Amen. Now, when we go through suffering, 
Unfortunately, we're going to meet distractions. We're going to meet depression. We're going to meet detours. But we don't have to stop and congregate with them. We have to be determined to reach our destination. Our destination is the other side of suffering. Lansing, we need to stay focused. It's okay to cry sometime. But at a certain point, we got to stop. And we got to give it all to God. No point in worrying. I know I haven't been here as long as some of you all. But the experience that I have, worrying ain't never solved any of my problems. As a matter of fact, worrying creates problems. Now, if I'm worrying, how is it that I can keep my mind focused on God? So when I worry, guess what I do? I disrupt my peace. That's how we can be in a quiet room, no children, no music, no dog, no nothing, nobody in there but us, and still be dealing with chaos because it's all in our mind. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. But if I turn everything over to God, trust Him with all I got, pray to Him. See, God is someone that you can talk to. You can remind God of the promises that he told us about. Lord, you told me if I keep my mind focused on you, you will grant me this peace. Lord, I'm going out of my mind and I need you to kick in some peace. You can't find it at CVS. And Walmart would never have it on their shelves. People may give you advice. People may give you some type of consolation. But nobody can give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. That peace has to come from God. And the way we're going to obtain this peace is by keeping our mind focused on God. What does that mean? When I get down. I'm going to say, Lord, I need your help. Redirect my thoughts. You know, this thing here is a trip, ain't it? It can make you feel like you're sick when you're well. But we have to learn how to focus our thinking. We have to learn how to focus directly on God. Because if we can't focus on God, we will always be troubled. You know, trouble is a trip too. Trouble will make you believe that you are losing your mind. Good things can happen in your life, but you can't see it because you're troubled. Amen. Amen. Somebody can give you a $50 bill and say, look, you know, and I've had people do stuff like this. You know, the Lord told me to bless your life. Mm-hmm. Folk, I didn't even know. But when you're troubled, now you're running, thinking they're about to take a gun and blow your brains out because you can't think straight. Amen. Amen. Instead of taking the blessing and running with it. I've been in a store before. I was in a Christian bookstore once. And um, I was buying some books. And when I got to the cashier, uh, she uh, quoted me what my uh, total was. And then she uh, took off some money. And, and, and I was looking at the price. You know, I'm all about those uh, discounts. I was looking at the price. And then she looked at me and said, that gentleman that just walked out the door, he saw you looking at books. And he said that he wanted to sow a seed into your study. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? That's God's word. But see, I got to understand how to give God the glory when things happen. And that means I can't be troubled because I won't even understand. I'll be calling people, what do you think that was all about? When God blesses you, you don't need a gift receipt. You don't need to ask anybody why he did it, how he did it. Just say, Lord, I'm thanking you that you did it. Thank you, Jesus. Say it, brother. Say it. Now we're about to go to school. 
You got your sheep? Ain't it pretty? Somebody said I did a good job. Look at the title. Suffering invokes transformation. That means if I want to be transformed, guess what I have to do? Suffer. Sean, I want you to read a scripture for me. I want folk to know that you can read, man. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Hey, D, give him that mic for a minute. Sean, take it easy now. <laughs> you know, that's the big guy seat right there. Romans chapter 12. Y'all there? We're just going to read two verses. Start at verse number one and go through verse number two. What does it say, Sean? I beseech you. I beseech you. Therefore, brethren. Keep going. By the mercies of God. Keep reading. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Keep going. Holy. Holy. Acceptable unto God. Acceptable unto God. Now, you know what that means. Just because it looked right to us doesn't mean that it's right to God. Holy and acceptable unto God. Keep going. Which is your reasonable service. Which is your reasonable service. Keep going. And be not conformed. Be not conformed. Don't try to do what you always see being done in the world. Just because the world starts to adapt itself to things that God didn't say, that does not mean that we have to change the way we think and how we worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Bible says, be what, Sean? Be not conformed. Be not conformed. To this world. To this world. Keep going. But be ye transformed. But be ye transformed. By the renewing. By the renewing mind. of your mind. What does that mean? I have to be transformed. I have to think differently. I can't think the same way I thought before I gave my life to Christ. When I continue to think that way, I'm not going to let God do what he needs to do in order to take me through the transformation process. Now, this is what we're going to do. We're going to look at the handout. I want you to focus in the center where it says transformation. You notice that transformation is in the center of a circle. And you know that a circle is a continuous line. There is no end. And there is no beginning. You see the word test at the top and at the bottom. That means while we are being transformed, we will continue to experience and to go through some type of test. Do y'all see that? Look again. Sometimes people say, why am I going through so much? You're going through a lot. Because God is transforming you. And in order for you to be transformed, you must go through some tests. How many? It's continuous. We will continue to go through tests until Jesus comes back. Are you there yet? Now, look all the way over to the left. You see the arrow that says sinner. Above the arrow, there's a scripture and then there's a comment. The comment says, on some mess. What that means is, before we become Christians, we're sinners. And while we are sinners, we own some mess. Are y'all getting me? This is easy to follow. You're gonna be strengthened. By looking at the chart. Watch this. Dion, I want you to get for me 1 Peter chapter number 4. Starting at the 15th verse. 1 Peter chapter number 4. Starting at the 15th verse. The Bible says what? But let none of you suffer. Don't let a, none of you suffer. As a murderer. As a murderer. A thief. A thief. An evildoer. An evildoer. Or as a busybody in other people's matters. Stay out of folk business do y'all see that 
See, Amen. we have to Amen. clarify what suffering means. So, for Lord of mercy, I'm always going through something, but you in everybody's business. Amen. Amen. When the Bible talks about suffering, this is it's not talking about being on some mess. It's talking about suffering as a child of God. Keep going, Dion. Yet. Yet. If anyone suffers as a Christian. But if anyone suffer as a Christian. Let him not be ashamed. He ain't got to be ashamed of nothing. Keep going. But let him glorify God. Let him glorify God. In this <clears throat> How can you glorify God when you're suffering? Because your mind is stayed and focused on him. And when your mind is focused and stayed on God, he will keep you in perfect peace. Amen. Are y'all starting to see the sheep? Amen. This is how I can suffer and don't have to walk around like I don't have a Jesus to say thank you to. Now, you see it says sinner. Then the arrow points forward to Christian. That's who we are or who we profess to be. And a Christian is a baptized believer. You don't have to go to Acts 2 and 38. You should be able to quote it backward and forward by now. But you know we have to repent and be baptized. So now, watch this. Look in front of Christians. It says, if you look below, it says, let's get ready to rumble. You know why? Because the fight begins. The fight begins after we become Christians. Amen. Amen. You ain't fighting none before. You're a sinner. What am I mean? Go over to Galatians chapter number 5. Verse number 16. Galatians chapter number 5. Verse number 16. You there? Deep. Yeah. What does it say? I say then. I say then. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, doesn't that seem like an easy scripture? But you know what? It's easier said than done. Walking in the spirit means I got to stay focused. I got to have tunnel vision. I can't let nothing take me off my square because I don't have time for any of that. So I need to continue to walk in the spirit. But how am I going to successfully walk in the spirit? I'm going to keep my mind on God. And God is going to keep me in perfect peace. Amen. Are y'all saying this? Say it, brother. Say it. Now watch it. So what does it say, Dan? Keep reading. For the flesh. For the flesh. Lust against the spirit. It lusts against the spirit. Keep going. And the spirit. And the spirit. Against the flesh. Against the flesh. That's a conflict. When you get baptized, when you become a Christian, you, you want to know why stuff just start happening? Because now you have the Spirit of God. And your flesh says, hey, there is a foreign object in you. He needs to go. But because your mind is focused on God, you have to tell your flesh, I ain't trying to hear you right now. But the flesh is not going to go away because we live in the flesh. You can't get rid of it. But what you can do is be governed by the spirit of God. The Bible says what, Dion? And these are contrary. To these one are contrary. Keep going. To one another. To one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. You want to know why you can't do what you say that you want to do? You want to know why you said I'm going to transform my life? I'm going to be a new creature in Christ? You want to know why you said, hey, you know, here's something I'm going to do for God. I have a vision in 2020, but you found yourself living like you were back in 2019 because a fight is going on in your head. Amen. It's the spirit and the flesh. Now. You may be thinking, but the spirit is always going to win. The one who wins is the one that you feed the most. If you feed your spirit the most, your spirit will win. But if you feed the flesh the most, 
the flesh is going to win. Now, let me clarify what win means. It means that you will lose the battle. You can't do the stuff that you said that you were going to do. That's why we step backward from our commitments. You wanted to go to church. You said, I'm going to make it to service every Sunday. The weather changed. If the Lord will, he know it's cold. I catch them next Sunday and catch Brother Kenzie on YouTube. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? It's not that we're crazy. It's a true war going on every day. 24-7. But it starts when you become a child of God. Because these two are in conflict with one another. If you don't understand that, let me put it this way. You can take water and oil, put them in a jar, shake them up, and guess what? They would never mix. Because oil and water don't mix. Like the flesh and the spirit. They don't mix. One has to be superior. Are you understanding this? Yes. Yeah. I told y'all I wanted to be a professor. I feel like I just got a new job. <laughs> now we move towards suffering. We went from a sinner to a Christian. Stuff going on in our lives. The devil is trying to convince us that being a Christian ain't all what we thought it was. Remember, it's a fight. Came to church, had your best head on. Somebody, somebody behind you hit the back of it. It fell off. You didn't have time to do your hair. Now you all ticked off. I mean, anything to get you off your square. But now it's suffering. While I suffer, there are going to be some distractions. And some of the distractions that I'm going to meet are the things that I said that I was going to leave in 2019. I like them still. I don't want to let them go. But I made a commitment to let them go. Amen. Amen. But it seems like it's hard to let them go. Why? Because there's a fight going on inside of me. That's right. Now I want to tell you something. If you keep your mind focused on God, if I keep my mind focused on God, the fight is fixed. Say it, brother. Amen. 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 Satan will never be able to whoop God. Amen. Amen. And if Satan overcomes you, it's not because he whooped God, he whooped you. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding this? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Suffering. I said I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do some of the things that I don't like anymore. But I find myself being drawn toward those things. James, chapter number one. You there, Dion? You know it. Verse number two. What does it say? My brethren. My brethren. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you fall into various trials. When you fall into various trials. That, my friend, seems strange. Why am I happy? Because I'm being dragged into something that I said I didn't want to go into. How am I supposed to find Joy in that. And notice it didn't say one trial. It said various trials. Which means I'm going to go through some stuff. Go back to the center. To be transformed is in a circle. The test is on the outside. Amen. Which Amen. means I'm going to continue to go through what? Test. In order to be transformed. 
So these various trials that I'm going through, the reason why I can find joy is because I've been studying my Bible and I realize that the more I suffer, the closer I get to my transformation. Say it, brother. Say it. Amen. Is this making sense, y'all? Yes. I can't transform without suffering. I can lie. Mm -hmm. I can pretend. Mm -hmm. Y'all know what? Pretending in church is cute when you're young. But when you get old enough to realize that God is for real, for real, for real, it ain't cute no more. You don't get no glory out of faking everybody out here. Sometimes the cutest thing we have about us is the clothes that we wear to church. Because the inside is very ugly. Say it, brother. Dion, are you getting this? Got you, brother. So I'm suffering, Dion, and the Bible says that I start counting all joy when I fall into these various trials. Why? Because now that I've been meditating on God's word, I see the diagram. I know I'm moving closer and closer to my transformation. That's why I'm happy. Not just because I'm going through stuff. I'm happy because God is dealing with me. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. He's transforming me. I'm going to be better. It's just like Father John's. Castrol. Robotuskin. And all that other stuff. That's some nasty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it nasty? <laughs> Although it's nasty, when we keep taking it, it's going to do us some good. It's going to help us transform from being miserable and sick to being better. Are y'all getting this? Look at the sheep. Now I'm suffering. Keep going, Dion. Knowing that the testing of your faith Knowing that the testing of your faith Produces patience You got to slow your road I got to slow down Sometimes when you see people And they tell you about their problems They talk a million words a second So you don't know what's going on with me Say man, man you know what Slow down Take it down a notch Where's your mind at? Now you don't understand. See, 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 you don't understand. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than you. Been through more things than you. You don't understand. Age ain't got nothing to do with this. It's who you know. Are you understanding this? Suffering invokes transformation. Amen. So yes, I can have some joy. I know that now... I'm starting to be patient. Why do I need patience? Because I have to endure. When you're looking for a blessing, when you want it. Y'all better talk like you. Let me ask that again, people. Well, I want it whenever the good Lord just give it to me. Come on now. Be transformed. Stop the line. When do you want God to give you your blessing? Right now. Yesterday. Say, Lord, take your time. I know you're in control. Take your time, but hurry up. God said, wait on me. Wait on you. Yeah, even when you're going through various trials, I need you to wait on me. Keep going, Dion. But let patience have its perfect work. Let patience do what patience does. Keep going. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Doesn't it seem that when we're waiting on God, we're missing everything? But the Bible says if we just slow down, focus on God, <coughs> allow him to transform our mind. When he gets through with us, how much are we going to be lacking, Dion? Nothing. Nothing. Sometimes the things that we thought were important, Ain't important no more. Amen. Amen. So we're suffering. We got distractions. 
But we can have some joy now. We're starting to get a little joy in us. Why? Who God is working on me. Quit walking around like God is following you with a black cloud. I've done it before. When you go to the mall and just walk through the mall and you got some on your mind, at least this is what happens when I did it. It looked like everybody I saw had it better than me. Folk were just playing, laughing, chasing each other, giggling. I didn't see nothing funny. But I want you to know something. You are not the only one going through what you're going through. This is a process. That's why we can chart it. It's a process. I suffer, but I'm starting to get some joy. Why? See, listen. You cannot get joy going through various trials being a sinner. You have to have the spirit of God and tap into that spirit so that the spirit of God gives you the comfort and the joy that you need. If I'm going through trouble just by myself, I'm going to be depressed. Why do you think when folk go through trouble, attending worship is the one place they don't want to go? Now, now, how is that? When you get sick, the doctor is the one place you don't want to go. Some folks say, I can just take some water and put some baking soda in it. And I'll be all right. That stuff don't work. When you're sick, you go to the doctor. When you're going through trouble, you got to go to Dr. Jesus. See, it's not that we have to go to Jesus and say, Jesus, I need this, I need this. Sometimes it's just, Jesus, I got to come to you because I just need you to restore my joy. Amen, amen. So I'm starting to pick up a little joy. Not that all my I's are dotted and all my T's are crossed. But I'm starting to pick up some joy because I can see that the Lord is working in my life. And let me tell you something. Sometimes people, they only believe that God is working in their lives when they get a bonus at work. When they go to their mailbox and they got a check for $200 that they didn't expect. They say, "Woo! ain't God good? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? But what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that when you are down, when you are going through, joy is worth more than a surprise check in your mailbox. Amen. 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 We're going through it. I'm picking up some joy. How am I getting it? I'm not getting it because I'm crazy. I'm not getting it because I'm high. I'm getting it because I'm tapping into Jesus. Say it, brother. Temptation is going to be there. While I'm going through, ain't that something, Sean? While you're going through your battles, temptation is still going to be there. It's not like the devil says, oh, Houston, you're going through something. Look, holler at your boy when you get done with that. No, when the devil sees that you're going through something, he's going to say, hey, how about this? And how about that? And how about this? But what you have to do is not focus on the storm, but keep your mind fixed on Jesus, are y'all starting to get this now? Because he is the one that's going to keep you in perfect peace. Are y'all getting this? You see why we trip out? Because we ain't looking at God. We're looking at one another. I need to call you. Something going on in my life. You calling somebody who has chaos in their head. You calling them to tell them about what you're going through. And they say, yeah, I hear you. Because, you know, yesterday when I was, now here they problem come. We almost there. Look at 1 Peter chapter number 1. 1 Peter chapter number 1. Let's speed this up. 1 Peter chapter number 1. That's P-E-T-E-R, Dion. Peter. Peter. You there? Yep. All right. 
First Peter chapter number one, verse number seven, the Bible says what? That the genuineness of your faith, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, keep going, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You're going to have to go through the fire. I'm going to have to go through the fire. And it's going to have to be found to the praise of God. Well, how is that going to happen? Look at it. Test is on top of the circle. Inside the circle is transformation. So how is my faith going to be better? Bolder? How is it going to increase? Because as I go through trials, look at the circle. As I go through trials, I ain't crying about what I'm going through. I got joy because I know God is transforming the way I think. Amen. Amen. I'm going to give you a, a check mark. You know, sometimes when you have a project and you have milestones, there's some intermediate milestones that you have to put in there as well. Go over the first John chapter number five I'm gonna be landing the plane in a little while I just got another hour and a half and I'll be done <laughs> first John chapter number five you there Dion? Yes. oh you got John huh <laughs> first John chapter five verse number three the Bible says what for this is the love of God For this is the love of God if you love God here's the love of God what is it that we keep his commandments. That we keep his commandments. And his commandments. And his commandments. Are not burdensome. They ain't a burden to us. Mm. Say it brother. See when you're going through something. Guess what you want to stop doing? Obeying God. I got to eject out of this. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being sick and tired. But that's not the answer. The Bible says the love of God is when we can keep his commandments and they are not a burden to us. Amen. Amen. Now, look at the diagram. You see test? It continues to happen because it's right there in the circle. You see that? In the middle is transformation. While I'm being transformed, while I'm going through tests, guess what else I got to do? His commandments. Ain't that something? I'm going through all of this. Lost my job. Folk talking about me. Just kicked my husband out the house. <laughs> Somebody said, that ain't bad. <laughs> But I got to go call him back now. Because I was wrong. I was angry. And I know my behavior was not of God. I just cut somebody out. When I got through with them, they didn't even know their name. Because I was going through something. You've heard that before. I'm just going through something right now. See, when, when we go through, we go through things too. But when we go through things, we can have joy because we are focused on God, we're being transformed. That's why we're happy. We are being transformed. Our mind is stayed on God. And he's going to give us perfect peace while we're going through our test. So I ain't got to cuss you out just because I got a lot on me. I can still pray for you. Y'all ain't seeing this out yet. Do you know how difficult and challenging it is to keep giving God the glory and the praise when things are not like you want them to be in your life? It's challenging. But if you keep your mind stayed on God, he's going to give you the peace that you need to be patient so God can transform the way you when God transforms the way you think, your behavior is going to change. Amen. 
There's an output to transformation. Since I wrote the scriptures down, you read them at home for homework. But the output of transformation at the top, 1 Peter, it tells us that we're going to cease from sinning. Well, how am I going to cease from sinning? Because I've been transformed. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to sin. But what it does mean is when I sin, I'm going to repent immediately and get back in good standing with God. So I'm going to cease from sinning. You know what else is going to happen to me? I'm going to love folk who don't love me. I'm going to have love in me. Why? Because I've been through something. I've been through God's boot camp. God makes us better. He should never make us bitter. And look at this. The output of transformation. Not only do I have joy, love now. Not only do I have love, I have joy. I have peace. And I ain't talking about phony happiness. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm talking about joy Amen. Amen. the joy that if I only have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I'm going to say Lord I thank you for this food I'm about to receive for the nourishment of my body and I'm going to take small bites and it's going to fill me up oh you can be happy with just a bowl of beans y'all act like y'all see see y'all some of y'all 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 up it in now Eating all them steaks and potatoes and shrimp and lobster. That was a time you didn't know what a lobster was. You saw a crab and thought it was a gigantic spider. Ah! Look how the Lord didn't bless your life. Amen. Amen. See, this joy that, that we're talking about, this joy doesn't have to be stimulated by somebody giving you something. This joy comes from within. Well, how does it come from within? Jackie, are you saying this? The reason why you can have joy, Jackie, is not because your sister gave you $100. No, 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 no. That's going to be temporal because when you finish getting your hair dead, you're going to have about $20 left. You understand what I'm saying? So not that. Your joy is coming because God has transformed your thinking. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. Say it. When I'm going through something, I don't need to act like the world is on my shoulder. I can still smile. Why? Folk left me, but Jesus is still standing by my side. Amen. And amen. Amen. Are y'all seeing this? The joy comes from the transformation, and the transformation is invoked by suffering. You getting this hope? Folks say, you in church, man, you always going through something. You always suffering. Oh, see, you think it's for bad. But God, he mean it for good. Why? Because he's transforming me. I didn't used to think the way I think now. The sister that doesn't speak to me in church, I ain't going to tell her off. I'm going to pray for her because I know she's still in the circle. She ain't out yet. Y'all don't see this, do you? You got love. You got joy. You got peace. And look, look at the other one. Self-control. Now you ain't got to do this no more. Uh. You know, when you in self-control, you the boss. You have to be the boss of your life. Don't tell me, Lavelle, you pissed me off. That's why I cussed you out. Now, I know I'm a Christian. And God forgive me. But don't do that no more. When you are in self-control, you can make me feel like an ant. I would be so low, I would have to stand on a stepladder to touch the belly of a pregnant ant. Just by the way you conduct yourself to me. I'm going off calling you all kind of things, talking about you, and you just looking at me. You know why I can't rattle your cage? 
because you are on the output of transformation y'all see this and the reason why you can conduct yourself good is because while you were being transformed you was receiving and accepting the suffering that God had for your life and the reason why it didn't kill you and wipe you out because you kept your mind stayed on God and while you were going through he gave you perfect peace oh y'all starting to get this you're gonna make me run in a minute that's why we're Christians you think you better than everybody no 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 I don't think I'm better than everybody but the God I serve is better than everybody amen, amen. that's what's happening say it, brother say it amen amen you're gonna have self-control you're gonna reign with Jesus and the output of transformation eventually leads to eternal life now you see a red arrow you know when we were in school red didn't mean good it always meant you got something wrong try again the output of transformation some folk jump out the circle just like when you put some in the stove you know sometimes people look to see if things are done just by the outward appearance the outward appearance may look like it's done but when you stick a fork in it blood comes out of it you know what i'm talking about see some folk are going to buck the system and they're going to get out of the transformation circle they're going to go on the output but they're not going to have the fruits of the spirit they're not going to be loving. They're not going to have joy. They're not going to have peace. They're not going to be in self-control. They're not going to cease from sinning. They're not going to reign with Christ. They're not even aligning themselves with eternal life. Why? Because they bucked the system and got out of it. When we do that, it's not like life is over. We got to follow the arrow. You see the arrow? The arrow goes from the output, and where does it lead us to? Back to suffering try it all over again when you're not where you know you need to be you ain't suffered long enough we go from a sinner to a Christian now we got to get ready to rumble because now the spirit and the flesh are contrary to one another they're like oil and water there's a fight in us we got to go through suffering there are going to be distractions temptations but we're going to make it through because we're going to keep our mind focused on God suffering is going to invoke our transformation our transformation doesn't necessarily happen right at baptism when you get baptized if you love to drink and you get baptized and I'm just making an example see no let me let me I'm gonna get off that example because some folks be like I mean show me in the Bible I mean the Bible says you can have a little wine okay so let, let me let me back up Let's, I gotta go with what we know when you like to have relations with folk you ain't married to mm-hmm <laughs> I got it now when you like to have relations with people that you ain't married to, that can drive you crazy. The temptation of just doing it can drive you crazy. And you know what? If you ain't never suffered, if you ain't never experienced being celibate, you have no idea what we're discussing right now. Some folks say they're celibate, but they're only celibate in words. You gotta be celibate in transformation you're not gonna stop sinning what's gonna make you stop sinning you're not transformed so you know how long you're gonna continue to sin until Jesus comes back if you're not truly transformed you're not gonna have the love the joy the peace the self-control why because you're not transformed remember suffering invokes transformation just don't look at suffering as gloom and doom oh my gosh I'm suffering why is the Lord doing this to me no 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 look at suffering as 
it's, it's, it's the springboard to transformation. God is trying to deal with me. He's trying to work with me. And while God is dealing with me and working with me, he's transforming me. Now, 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 now watch. The reason why I continue to go through things is because transformation is in the center of the circle. Around the circle, those are the tests and the trials that I'm going to have to go through. So as God continues to allow me to be tested, my faith to be tested, I'm going to get some joy out of this because I know that God is working on me. He's working through me. He's working with me. And I know God is going to deliver me. And when he delivers me, I'm going to be a transformed Christian. This is what suffering is all about. That's why I said we got to get to the other side of suffering. You see where suffering at? We want to get to this side. But in order to get to this side, we got to go through the transformation. And if we get out too soon, we got to go back. Because we ain't done yet. What you think? I'm talking about these things because we're at the beginning of the year. We got to grab hold to our lives. We have to really make good on the commitment that we made. If you fall, get up. When you go through stuff, think about it a little differently. Hey, let me get some joy out of this. God's process is starting. And listen, God is not going to let his children down. He's always going to. He's going to come through. Amen. And listen, you've heard me say this a thousand times. Make this a thousand and one. While you're being transformed, sometimes you got to learn how to shut up. Can't tell everybody what you're going through. Some folk can't handle the transformation that God is trying to make in your life. Folk could be talking about you. You know, look at Lavelle. Boy dropping in weight. Oh, he looked bad. Bags on his eyes, you put groceries in them. Not realizing, maybe he's working out to be slim and fit. And he stayed up late to write his sermon. Y'all know what I'm saying? Don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. You understand what I'm saying? You see me in the woods fighting the bear, pour honey on me. Help the bear. You know what I'm saying? Folk ain't, they don't know you like that. When you are in that circle, you don't have to explain nothing to nobody. God is transforming you. Amen. Period. Amen. I got to get out of here. I'm done, Dion. Amen. Did you get it, Dion? Got it, man. It's a great lesson. Thank you. This is what's happening. And guess what? I want you to keep this. I'll even send it out if you guys want me to. Just keep it. Put it up it up on your desk so when stuff go wrong and say because you know same coming he's showing sure up coming don't just see one word on here suffering i want you to see the big picture i wanted you to see the big picture that's why i drew it out today amen amen words amen. words can do it for me today i said let me show my people a picture you find where you are find where you are it doesn't matter where you are just know where you're headed is that good enough? If you're not a child of God, you got to get in that water. Because you know where you at. You on some mess. Y'all see that? You on some mess. Because you're still in a sinful state. Even if you have stopped doing the things that you know are wrong, if you're not in Christ, if you're not baptized for the remission of your sins, you still have those sins on your slate. You have to get it right by just giving God your life. Exchange your sinful life for eternal life. If you're here today and you are a Christian and you know that you're going through, hey, the paper look pretty, but going through it ain't so cute. Maybe you, do you know where you at? Take it home and look at it. Find out where you are. You should know where you are. Find out where you are and pray about it.
I want to challenge you today. If you're going through something that you don't really need, like an outside assistance, some outside assistance for, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's different if you, if you need $5 because you can't make it home. Don't just walk. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you are truly going through something, I want you to challenge yourself. See how long you can shut up and just talk to Jesus. Because you've been transformed. Sometimes you, shh, got to be quiet. Because folk will mess up your transformation. And if they mess it up, you know what you're going to have to do? Start all over again. I don't like to start over again. We want to be on the other side of transformation. Okay, we got a quiz. All Christians are going to have to suffer. True or false? True. Ain't no point in you looking at nobody else's paper because these answers are not written down. When you get baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the spirit and the flesh, they're going to be contrary to one another and the fight is going to be on. True or false? True. If you start to get whooped, it's because Satan is whooping God. True or false? False. If you start to get whooped, it's because who is getting whooped? Y'all pretty smart. When you start suffering, where does your mind have to be? For how long? And if you keep your mind there, he's going to give you what? When you take your mind off of God, you got to hurry up and do what? Put it back on them. So you can get back to what? Perfect peace. Are y'all good? Y'all good? Y'all good? While you're suffering, suffering invokes what? Transformation. Transformation. Transformation is inside of a circle. On the outside, we see tests. The circle is there to represent that we're going to go through tests. How many times? It's going to be a continuous test. Never ending. You know what? Your final exam is going to be when God raises you from the dead. But when you keep your mind on Jesus. When God is at the forefront of your mind. While you're in the circle being transformed when you come out what are you going to get some joy what about your sinful life you're going to stop sinning you're not, meaning that you're not going to practice sinning what about your love you're going to have more love final question this one is worth 50% of your grade Rebecca While you're being transformed. How will you receive his commandments? What attitude would you have to give you an indication that you are being transformed? I'm looking for some. I'm looking for some. How are you going to receive his commandments? It's not a burden. It's not burdensome. Say it again. It's not burdensome. They're not a burden. So if they're not a burden, it's going to help you to do what with his commandments? Obey to do what? Obey the commandments. Obey them. To keep them. If his commandments are burdensome, we ain't going to be able to keep them. Y'all see that? Look at the paper. Can you follow the diagram? Put it somewhere. Get off Facebook for a day. 
Study the diagram. It's going to do you some good. When you understand the process of suffering, you'll wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I feel like Tony the Tiger. I feel great. Amen. Not because I'm going through stuff, but because I know God is transforming my life and is going to make me a better creature in Christ. I want you to get up on your feet right now. Stand up. Stand up right where you are. If you know you need prayer, I want you to walk down. Because this here ain't no joke. Oh, we're going to continue to go through this. Because when you go through one suffering, guess what? Another one is on the way. But listen, it's not because God is trying to kill you. It's because he's trying to what? Transform. Boy, y'all done made me real happy. This is awesome. Now, you can continue to suffer. You can continue to keep your commitments. Because now you realize it ain't because I stole somebody's bike when I was young that I'm going through all of this. I'm going through this because God is trying to transform me. So those of you who've been beating yourself up for the stuff that you did, you think God is trying to hunt you down and get you back? No, baby. That stuff is in the past. God is building you up. He's transforming you. And to do that successfully, we got to suffer. Sean, what you think? 